0: Welcome back. We're here today with episode two of season two. Today we talk all about conversations around health. So should those conversations take place at all? And if so, who should have them and when they should take place? Hope you enjoy. Okay, guys, so we're back for episode two, season two. Uh, I'm here with Jeff again. How are you doing Jeff? I'm all G. You're all G. Jeff's good all G. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a couple of months since the last one. Uh, we have both been busy working away. A little bit longer I think has passed than we anticipated but sure we're back now anyway. Yep, yeah. um, this, this episode is all about conversations about health, difficult conversations, uh, when should they happen, who should have them and if even they should happen. Um, but before we dive into that, I just want to touch a little bit on one of the areas that we didn't discuss on on the last episode and we should have done. Um, it just came up from some comments that we got. Um, and it's really about the fact that we focused very heavily on obesity and overweight and the, the negative impact that has on our health. Um, we didn't discuss at all the opposite end of the spectrum and, you know, the dangers and effects of being underweight um, which can equally be as dangerous in our health as being overweight Um, the biggest problem however in Irish society at the moment is very much on overweight and obesity which is why and also I think our both
1: experiences are focused more on that side of things as well yeah I don't know if I've ever been underweight no <laughs> Me. No. no, I don't think I've been underweight but when you're talking about obviously a big deal in Ireland the overweight thing I think it's because like it, everybody's looking at the news and they're always saying if you're if you've overweight, yeah. this is your level of um, readiness versus COVID. They yeah. don't say it. I even heard anything on the news about if you're underweight, yeah, this yeah. is what's going to happen to you if COVID hits. I think, yeah. because COVID is around right now. The only thing I around. think,
0: I I don't know if the if I don't know the effect at all actually on underweight. It certainly has been reported, but it's been made much more of that people with obesity have been much more severely affected the effects or the the symptoms of covid have been much more severe and those have been hospitalized and some fatal in those cases i would
1: assume they're similar for the underweight it's just that you don't really hear about it
0: yeah yeah you don't Uh, but it is i mean the effect of you know i think that the whole focus on the last series was can you be healthy at any size and you, I certainly my opinion of that is no you can't be healthy at any size and that includes if you're very underweight even if you are what you would consider an average weight internally you can be very health, unhealthy as well mm-hmm. so I think it, it spans a whole spectrum of you know it's not necessarily you know based on size and um, but certainly I think I, the, the major premise and the major focus that we focused on was can you and this whole focus on health at every size movement is very much on it is focused on overweight overweight yeah. and obesity yeah so that's kind of the angle that we took um we certainly didn't mean to um leave
1: anybody out but I'm it probably. definitely is because we're we're a bit biased because we that's were our experience overweight, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. underweight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah but i think it is important to look at it from, from oh God, both yeah. sides um so conversations about health so when, yeah, I mean, when should they happen? Um, we both have had experience of this. Yeah. Um, you've had experience of this kind of more on the giving end. I've had more experience it on the receiving end. So we're going to talk a little bit about those experiences um, and just kind of, yeah, dive into it. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your experience of having that kind of difficult conversation. I,
1: first, I'd say I probably never had, nobody gave me that conversation because even though I was overweight, when I was playing rugby, everybody in my position, well not everybody, but the majority of people in my position were overweight. Yeah. So it didn't really matter. Um so I wouldn't have gotten those conversations.
0: Um, but you had a conversation with
1: Yeah. Okay. That's sorry, that's yeah, yeah, what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. The conversation of having that with people you're only gonna have that conversation with people who are close to you. Yeah. You're not gonna come up to somebody you know once or twice and yeah, say, yeah. Look at I'm worried about chick, you, you yeah. know. Uh, so obviously I suppose it was with the parents. I'm thinking how long ago now, say maybe about two years ago. I it was with my dad. More no, surely was it? I don't know. It's the time is flying by with this yeah. whole COVID thing. Um, I say the father, my father. I won't say that. My father just retired, and he was, I say, in a bit of a lull after he retired or whatever, and he had done years of farming, and I've been farming for a while, and I understand what had led to him being overweight then. Because it'll wreck you. Long days. And then obviously food isn't the isn't the quick solution. You're yeah. thinking about what's what's fast. You're probably going to go to yeah, the yeah, deli yeah. and everything like that. So he retired. He decided he was going to lose some weight. Um, but there was still stuff around the house. The reason I noticed there's stuff around the house because I was eating the stuff around the house. <laughs> You're finding <laughs> it. If there's stuff in the house, I'm going to find it. and I'm going to eat it. No matter how bad the hiding place is, I'm going yeah, to find yeah. it. So I was finding the stuff and getting really annoyed. <laughs> and when i get annoyed i get annoyed okay. and it wasn't more so i don't think i thought about it i'm pretty much sure i went straight in and said what is this stuff and then like i don't know the worst things come to my head straight away anyway i was like that's fine you don't want to grow up to see grandkids that's all good yeah and don't, how did you not gonna bother me you're all right <laughs> like
0: it obviously was coming from a place for love you were, yeah. you were worried for me but and i am from. a
1: harsh i am i will come across as harsh because that is the way yeah. I would like somebody to come at me yeah 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 D- did
0: you think about how you are going to have the conversation or was it like no a it was an instant thing, thing. Okay. It, was probably,
1: it was probably a build up of being annoyed to this I was eating anyway and then it just blew and then and then yeah knowing that uh, the other stuff I wasn't eating he was eating or okay. whatever then it just blew yeah I had a blow <laughs> I just blew think that was it received enough. it wasn't received well at the time <laughs> Possibly because of delivery. It definitely because of the delivery. I get out to take got harsh. He got harsh back and annoyed. Yeah. But really he ended up changing. I don't know if it's because of that, he's probably gonna change anyway, but he lost loads of weight. So much I weight. I can't tell you how much weight he yeah. lost. I don't know. Could you tell?
0: Oh like I couldn't I couldn't believe it that day when you came into the gym. And there was a picture of him in the local newspaper. No, that
1: wasn't the local newspaper, he was put on the thing for Slimmer World because that's yes, who he was losing weight with. Um and there was a before and after because Oh my God, lost so much different, man. different man, different man. Like, could it could have been like five stone, six yeah. oh, stone, yeah. more. more, i It could say. have been, like yeah. it's so long ago now, I forget. Like. Yeah. But he, he lost a lot of weight after. Now, it's hard to say whether it was the harsh word or just the fact that the word was said at all. Yeah. It's, like, that's yeah, a tough thing. Like, your son coming to you. Yeah. And you're like, if my son came to me and said that. It's, you know, it's tough Do you know?
0: Do you think in retrospect, now, I mean, it obviously did have an effect because yeah. he, you know, it prompted him it was the catalyst for him to to maybe think about it himself and then gradually start to think, okay, well, maybe he's right. Maybe I do need to make a change because he did ultimately.
1: Well, I would never say something that harsh to somebody that close to me. So I think when he knew if I said something that harsh, (laughs) it's pretty serious. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no. And he he knew, knew, this is it.
0: Like he knew you as a person. He knew you're not just going to fly off the handle like that for no reason. hmm. He knew, obviously... That you were saying this from a place of of caring yeah. and you're worried about him, yeah. you know. And again, if it's your your son who was very young at the time, it mm. still is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel old twenty four. Um, saying it to him, and you know, it, it's going to have an effect. Of course, it's yeah. going to have an effect.
1: But I don't. I I am I am some. I'm a true believer. I don't know. A lot of the time, I do believe that the word, the message has to come across as harsh. When do it's serious, you? when it's a serious situation, I think it needs a serious word. Like this isn't a this isn't a messing around situation. There's some situations I would mess around on, but that was not one of them. Your own father putting on way to the end that I could. You're even leave.
0: if you could see him now, he's actually got a really serious stance about it.
1: <laughs> so I feel like some serious situations really, really require a harsh. That's word. because
0: do you think that you if respond? I was a, to
1: yes, me? I respond very well. Yeah. To. I don't know, somebody getting in my face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't res- I don't respond well to a passive. People been nice. I don't respond well to a passive, you know. Oh, yeah. maybe it's time to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit of weight. That wasn't going to lose it's me anyway. Direct, it's not direct, like, yeah. This was a direct hit. <laughs> Battleship was <laughs> shrunk and it was gone, you know. No, but it's, he did great and now he's losing more and he's, you know. He's and now, sort of good, years have
0: passed. Uh, he's, he's doing great now. Yeah, he's like doing he's great. so active. He and it's not
1: massive. like he's gone, like... Super. It's not like he's gone scrawny or anything like that. Yeah. You know, he's he's lost a lot of weight, but not so much that he's losing muscle and stuff yeah. like that, which is very important because that's a big thing as you're getting older. Not yeah. that he's that old, fifty eight, yeah. I think. Um, but if you lose weight. Dramatically or drastically, it has an effect on your muscle, and you cannot afford to to lose muscle at fifty-eight years old because you're heading towards those years where the amount of muscle you have is just decreasing and decreasing and decreasing, and you need it to stay strong. You need it to to, yeah
0: to move to function to to get up off the floor if you you know God forbid fall or something like that. Um, now looking back at that conversation a few years ago, Mm -hmm. with the benefit of hindsight, do you think you'd approach it differently i don't know
1: it worked so i wouldn't have yeah (laughs) if the outcome had turned out differently i would have said all right i would have approached differently but because the outcome has turned out i think in my opinion pretty damn well yeah i no i don't regret it
0: (laughs) yeah okay but you're you're a pro it's really interesting there's a
1: reason there's a hard word and a soft word each has their place right then and there the place was the hard word it wasn't the soft word
0: yeah <laughs> and do you think it was difficult that he didn't respond what were you expecting him to respond that way yeah of
1: course <laughs> two big egos hitting down on the table of course it was going to be like that but like you know
0: yeah yeah it's just i think that's maybe what puts People will respond to different things. I think it's interesting that your your go to way and style yeah. is the way that you will want to be talked to. Which I, I get. I, I don't mind
1: a bit of confrontation yeah, either. Yeah. yeah. But think, so you some people would shake a confrontation, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. And I think just build it up into something that isn't. And naturally then, if it's confrontation, you're gonna get defensive. Sure. And he it sounds like he got defensive because you hit a nerve sure and hit something that was you know he, he but
1: generally it. that is it's going to be a nerve for everybody yeah because if, if, you, if you're if you're carrying a lot of weight yeah your nerve is generally going to be your weight like you know what's there it's not to hide from you know mm. So,
0: do you think it was building up for a while for you though? Like do you think you obviously you know you said you, you found these things around the house but it wasn't just about those things it was obviously something know, that was He like was your around mind.
1: me more because he had just retired so yeah. I was seeing him a lot more Yeah, you know and he had so much like when you know what it's like working loads of hours yeah. you don't have a lot of time to yourself so yeah. it's almost there is a there is a, a reason why he put on so much weight, but then I wasn't really accepting that reason when he was retired because then he had more time in his hands. Okay. I just wasn't accepting. Okay. Well, excuses were there before, and you were you. I might allow him to be there. I wasn't allowing it then. You because, felt that he'd had an opportunity. Yeah. I felt like this is the opportunity now. If he should why retire if he wasn't going to yeah, do it then? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that was good. That worked <laughs> very well. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Did anybody have a hard word with you?
0: Um not um not from a a, you know a a family level um but i thinking about this i've thought about a lot about this i don't think i would not have taken that well i wouldn't have listened Mm, to it no what Um,
1: what if i give you the scenario here now like you were the person you were but we know each other now and everything like this like we know each other as much as this i come up to you and i say oh i'm sick of it this is it look at what is this in the house like (laughs) <laughs> what would you do if I took the exact same approach to you? What do you think would be the outcome?
0: I would listen. To, see, it's it's funny, isn't I it? Wouldn't I wouldn't
1: come across at a harsh word with you, though. On that, like, I don't yeah, think I, I would have. You would approach
0: it in a more soft way. I, it's
1: almost it's a little bit sexist, almost. But yes, yeah. it was easier to go at that. Uh, like a harsh word between a male and a male is different yeah. between a harsh word from a male yeah. to a female. I feel. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: also I think the person. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes I'll respond. And this is where your, you know, your capability in coaching comes in. Mm -hmm. You'll approach different people in different ways. Yeah. And I think it's actually just building up an understanding and getting to know somebody what they respond best to. Yeah. Um, If you, if you sat me down and had a discussion and said you're worried about me because Mm -hmm. I was going off the rails again Mm -hmm. or putting on weight or you were concerned about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd listen because I know you wouldn't be doing it for no reason. I know you would be, it would be coming from a good place. Yeah. But for me, for some reason, if somebody in my family said to me, maybe now it'll be different because <laughs> yeah. I'm far less defensive about it. Sure. But back, you know, when I was, you know, 14, 15, when I was growing up yeah. and I was unaware of it and wasn't doing anything about it, if anybody said anything to me about it, yeah. they, it wouldn't have gone well. Sure. It would not have gone well. Um, but that said, uh, when I was 14 or 15, sometime around that age, you know, young enough, young enough in my teens for... For, for me to be still quite impressionable I guess mm-hmm. and forming kind of opinions about myself and becoming quite maybe self-conscious as well
1: very in-depth
0: yeah <laughs> but my mom decided that my weight was obviously concerning her enough to want to bring me to a dietitian. yeah um I don't I can't really remember the conversation that she had the pre-conversation about that which is I'm just gonna I'm gonna yeah I can't remember what it was but anyway we went to the dietitian we went to the doctor and the doctor referred me to a dietitian and I actually think that this was the start of the seed being sown to not accept mm-hmm. what or not put, not put doctors and medical people up on the pedestals that mm-hmm. you know I think society or, or certainly in the past have put them up on Um, it started my my thoughts of questioning them and Mm -hmm. actually understanding, you know, okay, well, why, why would you think that without actually asking me anything? But she, we went to two different dietitians. I didn't respond well, or I didn't kind of gel well with the first one. So we went to a second one, but they, they put me on a thousand calorie a day diet. Um, it was entirely the wrong approach. I was Mm -hmm. 14 or 15 year old female girl, very impressionable, you know, still kind of, as I said, very much aware of self-confidence, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing as well. But I remember, like, it wasn't, it didn't matter what foods I was eating. There was nothing to do with health talked about. It was purely just restrict your intake to a 1,000 calories a day. Now, looking back, 14 or 15, I probably wasn't far off the height I am now. Yeah. You know, you're... you're That's tall. Yeah, tall. I was probably six about... Foot. 14 stone. Yeah, so about kind of, maybe at that stage, maybe 5'10", five. Five, yeah. 6 foot. Uh, maybe I was about 14... 14 stone uh, there thereabouts so yes I was certainly heavy but a thousand calories a day I mean that's it, it's it's a it's an archaic way I now I'm sure things I hope things have moved on now but it was an archaic way of doing things that doesn't even cover your basal metabolic rate it doesn't uh, cover your your basic energy needs in order for your body to function um it was the wrong approach. I remember, you know, she was talking to me. The the one thing that stuck out in my head was she she was telling me to eat Solero ice creams.
1: Solero
0: ice creams. Um instead <laughs> of I don't know what it was instead of, but she said eat solero ice creams like if you want a treat, have Solero. Now maybe it was a healthier treat. Yeah. But that's my main takeaway from it. Yeah,
1: that's all you remember. You know,
0: it wasn't necessarily, it doesn't matter what you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, my main takeaway is it doesn't matter what you eat, but meet a thousand calories a day. Mm-hmm. And if you want to treat, um, have a solero ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you want to have a solero ice cream every day, have one. So, first of all, it, it wasn't a very educational experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't handled very well. There was nothing about lifestyle factors, health, sleep, nutrition, the importance of nutrition, why we need to feed our bodies in the right way.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but what year was this? Like, 19. No, or, no, no, I 1940 know. or something like that. Like, you know, waiting for <laughs> yeah. you know.
0: So, it was probably, yeah, 25 medical, years
1: ago. Medicine has come on so much. No, yeah, in the and, last and 60 I, that's years. what I'm saying. Like, it is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> damn you. <laughs> it hopefully it has, and I'm sure it has moved on, but I just think that was. You know, one side of it, it probably affected how I viewed myself, but also how I viewed myself because I was sent or brought to a dietitian, mm-hmm. but also started my whole, you know, interest in why, why, if I'm being put on a thousand calories a day, why am I allowed to eat anything? Yeah, surely it should be healthy food. I didn't know what healthy food was. So that's I didn't mm-hmm. have the knowledge, but it certainly kind of you know sowed some sort of a seed. Um, but I think from there, I think you know in terms of doctors' conversations and following treatments or consultations that I've had, um, there's never really been uh, an upfront, you know, over the course of the years and in various different consultations that I've needed to go to the doctor about, you know, they shy away from it in my experience. Shy away from what? Shy away from discussing what needs to happen. Shy away from, I remember I, I was going on the contraceptive pill for the first time and she said to me, I, she said something about the fact that um, I don't know if it's going to work because of the weight. Yeah. And whatever way she phrased it to me, I thought she meant there was a waiting list. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And she was like, no, you know, the weight. Yeah. You know the way she's kind of saying it like yeah. this. And I'm like, I, "Like there's a waiting list. And she goes, no, no, your weight. And I was like, oh, but it was really reluctant and yeah. kind of beaten around the bush way of saying yeah. it. And I was like, oh, Okay. Um, but that was it. There was no conversation about, you know, needing to lose a little bit of weight. But I think this comes, you know, looking forward at this now, it it and, and knowing what I guess we know now about what doctors are and aren't taught when they go to you know, when they study medicine, mm-hmm. there's very little taught about nutrition. And you know, doctors will tell you be you know, they admit it firsthand there's very little that they know and are taught about lifestyle factors and about the supporting practices that we we know to be healthy so I guess it's not really surprising that they don't talk to us about nutrition because they simply they don't know enough about it mm-hmm. so you know I suppose moving on then to I think one of the, the areas that I thought one of the people I suppose that would be that I thought used to be the most empowered to have these conversations were doctors I mean they we associate them with being healthcare um, but if they're not taught about nutrition and about healthy practices you know nutrition sleep exercise um those kind of things who who is going to have those conversations with us
1: true that's true i feel like we're gonna get some comments on this one <laughs> yeah. but it's, i think it's a very good opinion yeah now i myself i have no idea what they know and what they don't know but it does seem to be heavily focused about med- treating yeah treating it is about the medication it yeah. seems of it not the preventative that comes around in the first place. Yeah. Um but yeah, who is the person that's going to stick it in? Who's the person that's going to say what needs to happen? Yeah.
0: yeah. I just think that it's easy it's easy for us to 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 blame doctors to an extent. Um I don't blame them. I think that mm-hmm. they're they're practicing the methods that they've been taught in studying medicine. Sure. I think the healthcare system is fundamentally wrong. Mm-hmm because, you know, they're not being taught about this. They're not being taught about the preventative um, methods. Um, I was saying to you before that I, I, I made a post earlier in the week about this very topic, you know, if doctors treat, who prevents? You know, and, and there's a couple of comments in the post which I thought were really good about, you know, it's not doctors and nurses and what we actually refer to as healthcare are not healthcare, they're sick care because they're treating, you know, they're, they're treating people when they get to the stage of when they're sick. And in fact, doctors, clients are not referred to as clients, they talk to as patients. Mm. And patients have a negative, they have a sick connotation. If you're a patient, you're sick. Sure. You know, so when you go to a doctor, you don't go to a doctor because you feel great. Mm. You go to a doctor because you want to be treated for an illness and they're they're trained to diagnose. Mm. Diagnose based off the symptoms, treat the symptoms and then ultimately put a plaster on it or, you know well in my case it was i viewed it as being put a plaster on it rather than actually curing it
1: yeah but the same with the dietitian like i went to a dietitian because my parents thought i was taking loads of i think they thought i was taking steroids at one stage (laughs) So I got sent to a dietitian or whatever, okay. but it, like you're paying your hundred and fifty or two hundred quid for you know half an hour or forty minutes, but they don't have to deal with you. Hundred and fifty quid. What it's expensive. Well, it wasn't a doctor, a dietitian. Oh, sorry. Dietitian, okay. like you know, when you go to a specialist, it costs that bit more. Yeah, sorry. Like, you're yeah, almost yeah. a consultant, like, and then they don't want they don't have to deal with you. Because right?
0: they have extra special doctors down here in Wexford. For <laughs>
1: <months>. <laughs> No, but, but it is it's yeah like and they as soon as they had a the conversation which you know I thought mine one was quite good I remember yeah. all these portion controls oh really yeah, yeah. they had these like fake the slices place. of meat oh yeah that would yeah. be like oh that's a portion that could be for your height and weight that's kind of what a portion is um, if you're looking to like add a little bit of muscle maybe that's what you should be eating and they'd be showing you that's what I remember from mine
0: so it's definitely moved on then yeah but
1: I thought I was going to the dietitian, and she was going to tell me what what like proteins to take like what should I be taking away should I be taking casein oh. where can I get my creatine from this is what my parents told me she be she'd be advising <laughs> me on my supplements so I was really looking forward to this I was like oh yeah I'll play rugby I get massive this woman's going to tell me how to get massive I was disappointed by that. She was telling you to eat real food. Yeah, she was telling me to eat real food, yeah. and she had small little portions of everything, fruit and veg and yeah. stuff. It's good.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling time about floor, Actually, that's good. So, moving on from that, or kind of using that as a as a as a base, we know and we respect the fact that doctors are not taught about that in medicine. Um, and just to be very clear, we're not anti-doctor. I'm not anti-doctor at all. No. I go to I the doctor the whole time. Yeah, like I'm not. I am honestly quite reluctant by going to a doctor Why? because of a series of experiences that I've had <laughs> Okay. Um, from the dietitian to multiple doctors visits uh-huh. where they just seem to prescribe, you know, pills as smarties, you know, the, the, you know, antidepressants, you could be on these for the rest of your life, no other option. Um, the blood pressure medication, you might need to take this for the rest of your life. And it was only me that pushed it and said, no, no, I'm not doing that. What's the other option? Uh-huh. I think a lot of people again because they put doctors up on pedestals and mm-hmm. they just think they can't possibly question what a doctor says they just take what they're saying and think okay i'm gonna to have to take this and they just they take medication for the rest of their life without even realizing there could be another way uh-huh. um but okay so we know that they're not necessarily trained to have the conversations that we believe should should be taking place
1: um with people who should have them even me <laughs> i don't know the people closest to you are probably the people who will get the best response you'll get the best response off of like if i
0: friends and family yeah i i for me you see it depends it depends on the, it depends on the person if, It depends on the topic yeah. um i don't know i think i my family don't listen to me and i don't listen to them sure. but then when you said like i think from a, this is not about my family either if my friends sat me down I think I'd probably be more inclined to listen to them. Okay. And I don't know why that is.
1: Uh, that's because there's a lot of conflict with families and not everybody maybe. gets on. And yeah. there's, Like, if you take driving, for example, there's no way I would have taken anybody's advice about driving from my family. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I go yeah. to a driving yeah. instructor yeah. and I listen to everything he yeah. says. Yeah. So maybe it is you need there's your, different things, yeah. You need your health coach or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Obviously, we have to say we're, we're <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. But there's a reason we do what we do because yeah. there's a place for it in society. Like yeah. somebody has to be there to say it. Yet, because we're not as close as your friends and family, yeah. it's not so emotional. Yeah. Like if your friends and family is an emotional thing. That's yeah. so such an emotional thing. No matter who you are, that's an emotional thing for your friends and family to come to you and say, we think you're putting on too much weight. You're, you're, you're getting too thin. We yeah. think this. But when somebody, you know, who is trained in the right way to deal with you in your overall health and fitness comes and says look it this isn't a healthy way to be doing this every day eating cake three times a day not good for you and i think with families
0: as well it's much more likely to get very heat very emotive very heated very Mm, quickly yeah Um, and i
1: think a lot of it when when it's families or friends it's kind of based on opinion whereas when you go to a professional it is based on facts it's generally based around facts yeah this isn't this is not going to lead to a good way. This yeah. isn't an opinion. This is...
0: and I suppose <laughs> we're, we're taught as well when we're, around situations or sit, people that we don't necessarily know. You know, we're taught that, you know, we can't be just, you know, acting and, and mm. being super emotional and and stuff like that as well. So there is a little bit of that. So we're kind sure. of probably more willing to at least listen to them. Whether or not that goes in or not yeah. is, is another thing.
1: But also, by the time they come to the person who's going to, whether you're a nutrition coach or a health, overall whatever you do yeah. by the time they come there they're prepared kind of to be told what to do and they're prepared to have the harsh word or the facts drawn to them but if I come to you out of the blue and I'm your family or friend and I think I'm I think that you're getting too much weight and you're too underweight like you're like oh I didn't think that yeah you know yeah whereas when you go you know that's what it's about when you yeah. go to a health care a health coach or to a nutrition coach you know that's exactly what you're going yeah for. you're going because you're in need of this yeah. But
0: if, if when somebody gets to the stage where they make the decision to go to a health coach or a yeah. fitness coach or nutrition coach, whatever it is, what has to happen for them to get there?
1: Mm, I, don't know. They, I don't know. Maybe they hit rock bottom themselves. I think a lot of things makes them go there. What do you think makes them go there? I think, honestly, it could be personal stuff. A lot of personal issues have to be based around this. Like,
0: uh, yeah, I, I, this is the thing. I, I don't know. Um, I think... Different. I don't think that people. Well, we'll come on to that in a second. I think
1: some people could just be in a rut and decide they want a different. They want to look different. I think. I think there's
0: a a a gap though between. Okay, so you as a as a friend or family member could have a conversation with somebody close to you. Um, they may in in your case, your dad did respond. You know, not immediately well, but did actually do something about it. Um. But I think there is. There's a, he, he then, at that point, did something about it, went to Slimming World. Yeah. And so there's probably, I guess, a willingness or maybe an acceptance on a family member, a friend. To, to, if they decide that they're, they're so worried about their friend or their family member mm. that they want to have the conversation, they need to, be, to prepare it for a bit of kickback yeah um, and say, I'm, I'm having this conversation. I'm putting our relationship on a bit of a line, if you like. Mm. Because I'm so concerned, it's coming from a loving place, but yeah. I'm having this conversation. Be prepared for the retaliation, yeah. the response that you're gonna get. Allow them to have that response.
1: But I will say that what I said was not coming from a loving place because it in the overall it was, but it was a initial reaction to being sick of seeing bad food around the house <laughs> and sick of seeing him not going about what he did. So my play, like deep down, it was anger coming out. Like that's what it was but it was but it had
0: got to the point where it was just pure anger yeah
1: but I could have like I could have done it a different way and it probably yeah. would have worked out the same yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah like yeah. I could probably could have actually been coming from a, from a loving point of yeah, view yeah. but no it was the reaction and it worked
0: <laughs> it worked I think that's you know we're, we're always naturally going to gravitate towards the type of interaction that we respond to yeah Um. that's who should have them we kind of we we'll come back to this we're kind of come around and come back to it but do you think they should happen at all do you think it's necessary that they happen
1: Uh, i think it's very difficult some people like i i i will hold a certain standard for myself you know yeah like if i'm unhappy about something i'm pretty much saying that in my head to myself if you're if
0: you're forget about your family if you're thinking about somebody who is and we talked about this very very briefly months ago i think if you're say for example you start going out with somebody yeah. and you're both reasonably healthy yeah. and one of the the people start to either lose a huge amount of weight yeah. and get like worryingly thin yeah. or equally start to overeat become very sedentary mm-hmm. just become very unhealthy put on lots of weight mm-hmm. at, at what time or at what point and the other person notices it mm-hmm. You know they're still relatively new in the relationship. At what point do you, does the person have a conversation, or do they have the conversation? Is it up to them to have it? Oh yeah,
1: I don't know. That's a tough. One. It's a very tough one. <laughs> that's so tough. That is, I uh, that is a very tough question. That's one of the toughest questions that's been posed to me on this podcast. Oh. Yeah. Um. What 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 would would your initial reaction be?
0: This is what I struggle with. I think. Like, if you were
1: in and you decided... If you were in that relationship and that person that you're... It was over or underweight, all of a sudden, very drastically either side, would you... What would you do? Right now, what would you do?
0: I... If, if I'm noticing it and it's it's eating away at me, mm. eating away at me, Um, I, I'm obviously concerned about them. Yeah. Um, I probably... I wouldn't let it go on, I wouldn't let it fester, I'd probably address it in such a way, is everything okay? Because I've just noticed that, you know, you're acting a little bit different. Yeah. Approach it like that, first mm-hmm. of all, rather than actually jumping in for the attack. But See, again I'm a little <laughs> Again, I'm probably doing it in the way that I want it to be done to me Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's 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 It I'm, depends I'm, how you
1: get on with the person as well. Yeah, like, that's yeah, a yeah, big yeah. one like
0: Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It depends on the relationship. Are you direct with the person? I'm a direct
1: guy. I'm direct. To the point or not. But you have to be willing almost for the relationship to end at that stage. Like, you're willing to go... If You're you're almost going to the point that says if this person keeps going the way they are, I don't want to be around them anymore. You know? Then you can have the harsh word because it might end afterwards. But if you're not prepared for that, if you still want to be, I'd probably go softer. If you still really want to be with the person or whatever and are fully sure you know or whatever
0: yeah I mean, i'd
1: probably go softer on that i don't go soft a lot on on those conversations yeah. but
0: i think that you do go softer i think you're softer more more often than you realize
1: no i'm not trust me
0: um ask
1: my fiance <laughs> i am um, i am um, I don't react, I do respond.
0: But sorry, I I haven't phrased that right. I think when you recognise situations where you need to be soft, not you, yourself, but when you need to have a, not a passive approach, but a softer approach towards somebody else, you do, and you recognise that. I think you're very good at that. When you are in a coaching capacity, nutrition coach, or health coach, or... Fitness coach, cos I'm quite yeah. I know I'm
1: not. <laughs> no, okay. I'm so not
0: somebody harsh
1: like I'm not. No, no, no. I know
0: that. I'm I know not... you're not about, You're you're really good at knowing how to, uh, to respond. But I generally,
1: think. when people are coming to you about this, they <laughs> are coming to you, uh, like a dire straight A lot of them, yeah. like they are coming. They're like, I don't know where to they're go. They're coming from it. to I've you. I've tried this. I've tried that. Yeah. I don't know. That's what to easier, do. That's way easier though. Like yeah, exactly. They're coming to you. It's not the other They've way. They've got to the point yeah.
0: where. They need help.
1: Yeah. And it's like when you're in a CrossFit gym, like people are there to be better versions of themselves. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're not being a better, better version of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. they're yeah. already trying super hard. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it is a softer approach than about saying, oh, if you're not happy about, say, what weight you are, whether you're underweight, overweight, and these are a couple of things you can do to change. Yeah. Rather than, you got to change. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And if somebody, let's say, was to, I don't know, in, in, in a gym and you were coaching them and they were doing really well in terms of their strength and their conditioning yeah. and they were getting much better at CrossFit, yeah. but they kind of, they weren't really, they wanted to shift a bit of weight yeah. and that wasn't happening. Um, And they were kind of, they they, you, they didn't want to engage in conversations with the about nutrition aspect of it, yeah. they were just coming in to work out and train and go. Yeah. But you heard them all the time talking to you and talking to other people about, you know, I'm just, I'm not happy because I'm not shifting the weight. Mm. Would you approach them?
1: Yeah. Would you? Yeah, I would approach them. Okay, tell me that. If they're not, if you're the place that provides the lifestyle of the health and yeah. fitness and going towards that, then I think you have to have the hard conversations, even if they don't want to have it. I don't think it's that particularly hard of a conversation. Yeah. Uh, for me anyway. Yeah. And then you have to go back... Like, if they're performing real well and they are there for performance... If yeah. they are there for performance, I think you need to bring them back to what their goals are. If their yeah. goals are to be, you know, getting better crossfit, they're getting stronger, getting fitter, getting better, getting getting healthier, whatever. Yeah. Um. Well, then they're going the right way about it, you know. But yeah. if their thing is aesthetics, yeah. then it's going to be about food. Yeah. Like, it's... I'm fully sure that it is gonna be based around food because you can train all you want but you can you can eat so much more than you can yeah. out train. Like Matt were you did you listen to Matt Fraser's he, he used to eat a t- full tub of Ben and Jerry's every night but just because Ben Bergeron told him not to <laughs> <laughs> For like a full year he did that just because somebody told him not to. And then at the know. end of the year he eventually goes yeah, you just can't out a bad time, can you? <laughs> did he say that? Yes, he did. That's so funny. Um, but they're already going down the right path. I would definitely have to talk with them. But bring it back to what they actually want. Like if yeah. if they're Do so you take in control
0: them, in that situation?
1: Probably, but yeah. they are in control. They just need to be reminded of what they came in here for. And maybe their goals have changed because everybody's goals do change once they get in yeah. for a couple of months, a couple of years. But you have to bring them back to that goal or bring it back to their daily habits and stuff like that. Not, you know...
0: If, if they were, not necessarily a set, like if they were not kind of an athlete, right? Yeah. And if they were coming in, they came in... Everybody's an athlete that's coming in. Sorry, yeah. athlete, yeah. Uh, if they are, they're not kind of, I guess, um, competitive. Yeah, they, okay. they have no desire to be competitive. Sure. They're just into kind of, uh, they came in... What are their main goals? They want they come in. They're quite overweight. They're, they've yeah. done no. They've got no. Like their training age is zero. Okay. So they're, they're quite new to fitness. They're very new to fitness.
1: Did you do CCP, did you?
0: <laughs> training age is zero. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um. So yeah. So they come in, new, brand new clients. Don't know anything about fitness. They're quite overweight. Their goal is to lose weight, mm. but they're not ready to talk about nutrition. Okay. So you start them off, they're in the classes, they're making good progress. Yeah. So when I was saying a second ago, like they're doing really well and they're improving, I guess in my head, I had something very, like they weren't kind of, you know, uh, a, a competitive athlete. Yeah. They are still quite basic, but because they were going from the couch to moving, yeah, their progress, as it does in the very beginning, just leaps up. But, you know, you can sense they're not particularly happy because... They still haven't shifted the weight you know sure. by them they still haven't shifted the weight but you also know that you've tried to, to prod them a little bit about nutrition and they're not ready to go there yet yeah. would you what would you do there
1: if they're on a, i think no matter what if they're unhappy you have to have a conversation with them yeah. no matter what they're yeah, unhappy I, I, I totally agree There's in, no in that having, environment i don't want people in the gym that yeah. aren't happy yeah. you know you want them happy with what you're doing and you know that they're getting what they want out of the place. Yeah. So you need to say, you know, are, is there something we're not doing? Maybe it's not a conversation. Maybe you don't have to steer towards them. Yeah. You know, you don't have to go, you know, yeah, why are yeah, you yeah. not doing this? Why are you not doing this? If, if you're so unhappy, why aren't you doing this? Why not? Maybe you should come back and go. look it, at it from a different way. To me, it seems like you're a little unhappy about such and such. Is there anything we can do? To make it better. Yeah. Not as there they can do. Is there anything we can do to help you? I know you don't want to talk about. Yeah. Say nutrition. But is there we can do. Do you want us to post a little bit more about nutrition? Do you want yeah. us to put up healthy recipes somewhere? Do you want us to make a recipe book? Do you want us yeah. to do something that's going to benefit you? Without the hard conversation yeah. of. What, what do you want to eat? This is just the gym going Tell, out. Yeah. To the public of the gym. And yeah. to anybody else who wants to see. putting out some healthy vibes (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and i think coming at it i totally agree and i think if there's one place where those conversations can and need to happen Mm. that's the place Mm. you know it's in a place where people come ultimately to be a healthier better better version of themselves And even if they you know they're probably a little bit apprehensive about oh my god they're going to make me just change my entire diet i'm not ready to do that yet Mm. whereas i think as you say I think that's a really good approach if you say you know what can we do better yeah. you're opening the door for them to maybe start the process of it but yeah. start it really slowly which will enable you to to kind of get into a conversation where we're not going to ask you to start you know weighing and measuring your macros yeah. from eating that you know, it's all these small little sure. incremental changes i do
1: think it's a two-way street and a lot of well obviously i've only ever worked at crossfit gyms but it is that's why we talk about crossfit yeah. gyms so much but that's why it is I think it is a very much a two way street. It's not like I don't feel like as if I was the like say head coach of the gym or whatever, it would be my place to dictate and it wouldn't be their place yeah. to dictate either. I think it is a very personal business. Yeah. So I think there is a bit of back and forth, but yeah. overall you do have to find a happy medium for both. Definitely. You know? And I think bit yeah, of give and take. Bit of
0: give and take. Um and I think the last point for me around this topic is <laughs> we've kind of come through that whole process of, you know, when should the conversations happen? Who should have them? Should they happen? Ultimately for me, it comes back to personal responsibility. And I think that, and again, this is me having thought an awful lot about this concept over the last couple of years as I've gone through my own journey, but I don't think that people often take personal responsibility for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, I think people get defensive, very quickly, when they feel they've been attacked, naturally, you're going to get defensive. But I think rather than actually, okay, if somebody's having a conversation with you about something, yeah. they're obviously having a conversation with you about something for a reason. Yeah. So it's actually wondering and approaching and maybe, okay, well, if they are having this conversation, let's not go to defense mode straight away. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if I fully believe in explanations. I think, every, I, think I personally think that every explanation is an excuse. What do you mean? Like explanations of they're gonna say why this has happened or this is to me because of this. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what it yeah. is. Yeah. This is because of this. Yeah. Well no. Yeah. <laughs> Who made it that way? Yeah. You make your own choices. Yeah. Everybody makes their own choices.
0: Yeah. And actually just exactly. Like it is people tend to as you say, give reasons or explanations or excuses yeah. for something without actually taking responsibility. But for it. I
1: don't believe in explanations. I do think every explanation is an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I do there feel There could be some about. reasons. I don't know. Yeah, but we can make anything an excuse. Yeah, you know? true. Yeah. I could say, oh, I'm low on my glycolytic levels. Is yeah. that right? Yes. Is that glycogen, right? Glycogen. glycogen levels. So I'm going to go eat a load of sugar right now. You yeah. know, and that sounds like a very good explanation, you know. Well, when it's said right, <laughs> like it's very scientific, you yeah. know, it makes sense. Yeah. But really, I, I, my brain can come <laughs> up with twenty reasons right now you why I eat sugar.
0: Yeah. So you just you can you can say it in a scientific way as you want, but yeah. it's still just. And I can explain way. it as yeah.
1: good as I want, but it is still an excuse. Yeah. And in the end, I I eat it. Nobody else made yeah. me eat it. This, Nobody's and this, shoving it down my throat. Nobody's yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think th- this whole topic for me about. The conversation about health, about what is healthy, if you're overweight, you know, about whether we should have these conversations. It comes back to people needing to take personal responsibility for where they're at and how they've got to where they're at. Um, you know, if somebody, if, if you put yourself in a position, be it with friends or family or you you go to, you join a gym, you're, may, you're taking that first step. You know, you're taking responsibility. You're taking personal responsibility for your own health. Be open to the conversations yeah. that are that can be had there you sure. know i think that the the conversations the health coaches the crossfit coaches the nutrition coaches that are there you know use them you yeah. know i think it it's so so important like nowadays we just in any not even to do with our health but we tend to avoid responsibility as at all costs you know so i think yeah I i think for me people just need to take responsibility for the actions that have led them to where they are yeah
1: for the good or the better. For
0: the good or the better. People
1: are very powerful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they have the power to change themselves for the good or for the better. Yeah. Everybody says for yeah. the good, but you can change yourself uh, for the worse. Yeah. Like so much more often as yeah. well. There,
0: there is, there's always another way. And I think it's just having, I guess, the, the realization that, you know, yeah, you know, question if, if that was one of the, t- the topics that I meant to, to say as well. Uh, somebody commented on the poster in the week with what i thought was you know profound but just so simple if your doctor isn't talking to you about nutrition exercise sleep or nutrition exercise sleep or lifestyle they're not a doctor they're a drug dealer they're not a doctor they're a drug dealer
1: i think that's a good way to end it it's
0: so simple <laughs> so ask your doctors question your doctor if they're just wanting to pre- prescribe you pills you need to get a new doctor i agree all right, that was a good one. We shall be back again in a few weeks' time with episode three of season two. So until, until then, see ya.